0: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Pillars of Life podcast, where we explore different techniques and strategies to improve our physical, mental, and social health. I'm your host, Harry Evans, and in today's episode, we are going to discuss the importance of close relationships and how to maintain them. This episode will centre around our social pillar. And we will explore why we should look to develop close relationships and tips on how to maintain them, plus much, much more. If you do like the sound of that and want to level up your physical, mental, and social health, then stay tuned and consider subscribing for a weekly episodes on self improvement on either Spotify or Apple podcasts. If you have listened to the podcast and found anything interesting, then please do consider leaving a review and sharing this episode as this is the only way we will grow and help improve more people. Finally, you can also follow me for daily self-improvement tips on Twitter and Instagram at HarryEvansPT. Please do consider giving me a subscribe or a follow as I believe I can help you improve mentally, physically and socially. But now, let's get after it. I probably think the best place to start is identifying what is a close relationship. Well, this can be different for everyone, but to me, this is a relationship with either a family member or essentially a friend, a spouse, on whom we share love and admiration for, and the feeling is mutual from both parties. We should aim to have different types of close relationships as each personal group provides different benefits and advice. For example, your family may be more caring and nurturing and offer you financial advice for the future, whereas your friends may provide you with laughs and moments that you can cherish positively, that help you in the moment and even help you retrospectively when you look back at the memories you created. This will improve your mental wellbeing. A study called The Good Life by Robert Waldinger. I hope I've said right, found good relationships lead to health and happiness. The trick is that those relationships must be nurtured. He also found that the people who stayed healthiest and lived longest were the people who had the strongest connections to others. The warmth of these connections had a direct positive impact on their health and well-being, so clearly highlighting the importance of having close relationships. Not just to our mental health, but also our physical health. I think at the end of the day, humans are social creatures and we thrive on connection and belonging. Close relationships provide us with emotional support, a sense of belonging and a safe space to express ourselves. They contribute to our happiness, mental health and even physical well-being, as Robert alluded to in his study. We know from research that individuals with strong relationships tend to have lower levels of stress, anxiety and depression. They also have higher self-esteem, and more resilience in the face of challenges. Close relationships provide a support system that help us navigate life's up and downs, celebrating our successes and finding comfort during those difficult times. Basically, we need other people around us to navigate us, through the ups and flows of life. Because as we all know, life is not a linear and happy journey sometimes. Now that we understand the importance of close relationship, I think it's best to explore some practical ways on how to maintain and nurture those relationships. The first step is communication and effective communication is the foundation of any healthy relationship. It involves active listening. Expressing oneself honestly and respectfully, and being able to understand the other person's perspective, which I know personally I struggle with, (laughs) but it's extremely important because we have to put ourselves in their shoes to help understand how their brain works and how we can react positively to that, which will help us maintain these relationships. Regularly checking in with your loved ones, asking about their day and actively engaging in conversations helps us build a deeper connection. I think we need to remember though it's not just about talking but also truly listening and being present in that moment. I know I've been guilty at times of going around to my grandparents and you know ticking a box saying oh yeah I'm going but my mind will be elsewhere thinking about what I'm going to do next or constantly being on my phone. This is not what we should aim for. We need to give that person the time and respect they deserve and by doing that we will nurture and grow our relationship. Like with anything, if you're doing something, be present in what you're doing. Another crucial aspect of maintaining close relationships is spending quality time together. I think in our busy lives it's easy to get caught up in the responsibilities that we have such as work and other distractions. However, setting aside some dedicated time for your loved ones is essential. It could be a weekly dinner or date nights, or even to go and watch a movie. I think something as simple as just going out for a walk and having that human contact or time together, not across the screen either, just physical time together, is essential. And going for a walk can be really simple and a quick, easy way to make sure you have that quality time together this allows us to create shared experiences strengthen strengthen our bonds and show our loved ones that we are a priority in their life and they are a priority in ours it's these moments that build lasting memories and deepen your connection and i have to agree with this that we just we don't understand the quality time that we have with each other until we look back on it because not a lot of people are present and you know we should aim to enjoy that time in the moment I think the real benefit comes from when we look back and think oh yeah I did really have a nice time with John John's a good guy remember this when we did that we did this and that just brings your relationship closer together as well as like communication and quality time though it's important to show admiration and gratitude for for the loved ones I think expressing gratitude not only makes the other person feel valued, but also enhances our own well-being. And I spoke briefly about gratitude journaling last week on on the last episode. And go and check that out if you haven't already. But I just discussed that I like writing things I'm grateful for in my journal. And I think often that people who are close to me, such as my girlfriend or loved ones, they are people who I write down in my journal or my family members because they do mean so much to me and I think writing that down daily or obviously even weekly and then giving that gratitude to them again shows how important they are to you and obviously they then respect that and grows that relationship it doesn't have to be very hard like you know simple acts like saying thank you or writing a heartfelt note or surprising them with a small gesture go a real long way in nurturing your relationships and again not to talk too much about the previous episode but i spoke about the six minute diary that i used to journal and they have you write down on your night input your good deed of the day and i think if we can build that habit of doing a good deed every day for others we become a better human being but by Default. We also grow with the relationships with other people because we're being kinder to them, and people respect kinder people. They want to be around these sorts of people. I think, while we're on the topic, though, it is important to remember that relationships are a two-way street. It's crucial to be supportive and understanding of our loved ones, and you know, and their needs and aspirations, and you know, celebrate their success, offer a helping hand during challenging times, and. Be a reliable source and you will create a relationship that's long-lasting and has a good, strong foundation. It's important to embrace vulnerability in our relationships, opening up and sharing your thoughts, fears, dreams, and this allows for deeper connections. Vulnerability fosters trust and intimacy, creating an environment where both parties feel safe to be their authentic self. Remember, building and maintaining close relationships is an ongoing process. It requires effort, patience, and understanding, but the rewards are immeasurable. A support system that uplifts you, celebrates you, and saddens by you thick and thin. I think that on that last point, though, yes, we have to be vulnerable and intimate when we are building these relationships. But remember, as I said, it's a two-way street. So. If you're putting a lot of effort in with somebody to have a close relationship and you are do not feel that this is reciprocated, then it's okay to let go of friends. I've spoke today about building close relationships, but unfortunately, not every relationship is going to be a close one. If you do not feel you're getting the most out of a relationship, whether that be with a friend, family member, spouse, And unfortunately, sometimes you have to let go of people and that's okay. Don't feel like that's wrong or you're doing an injustice. Just remember though, you do need a support circle and it's good to express it with other people. Talk to other people and maintain those relationships with the people you love. (coughs) I think, sorry about that. I think that often we can be overlook this part of self-improvement whereas obviously the physical and mental side of it gets a lot of attention but I really do think and like I touched on earlier with Robert Weldinger's study having a good social circle or good support network is vital for improvement and living a happy healthier life so do not neglect your social relationships and foster them by putting in the effort whether that be a phone call, going around to see a family member, quality time, effort and being present. If you do all these things and you're giving your most to those people and being grateful for those people in your life, this will positively impact you and improve your social, physical and mental health, which is something we're all aiming to do. That's all for today's episode of the Pillars of Life podcast and I hope you found this insight helpful in the understanding of how to improve close relationships and how to maintain them. Remember, investing, investing in our relationships will enrich our lives in countless ways. If you have listened to this podcast all the way through or liked any insights during the podcast, then please do consider dropping it a five-star review and share this episode. as This is the only way we shall grow. Please also remember to drop me a follow on Twitter or X at Harry Evans PT. This has been fantastic and I shall see you next week for another episode of the Pillars of Life podcast.